Hey, 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 and welcome to another episode. We are on season two, episode 10 of Too Extreme for Mainstream. I am Kirsty Nightmare, for those that might be new to my podcast, which I have a funny feeling and a little birdie has taught me that quite a few new people have tuned into my Too Extreme for Mainstream podcast, which I am so grateful for. And I really want to take it seriously for next year, and I've only just begun. So um, I really hope to all the new Gohams out there that you've enjoyed my podcast up to now. I know it's been a bit hitty-missy and it's a bit all over the place, but hopefully next year I will have a regular schedule of maybe like two or three movies a week, maybe. Uh, because uh, let's face it, for those that might be new to my podcast, that might be new to this episode, which I think might be the case, I've been a huge fan of extreme cinema ever since I can remember. And I can't even remember how old I was, but my first ever movie was Flowers. I think if you've heard my podcast before, you might have heard me mention that movie. But yeah, I just want to thank each and every single one of you out there for supporting this podcast and following me on Instagram. I am on Facebook as well, just under Sensory Stowers. So you can find me on there, but you can also find me on FetLife and everything like that. But I rarely use FetLife anymore, which is for the BDSM community, as you or me be aware. If you have listened to my podcast previously, you will know that I'm also in the BDSM lifestyle, so I don't just focus on extreme cinema. I have interviewed uh, Miss Socks before re- relating to the um, the BDSM lifestyle as well. So yeah, and I've got a few interviews up on my podcast as well, so if you haven't listened to those, please go and check them out. Coda uh, from Love Dump, I've interviewed her. Um, I am in the proceeds of... Um, going to be interviewing Sam Hell at some point as well and obviously like I said Miss Socks I've interviewed her, Scott Philip Jergens um, I've interviewed him and I have interviewed um, Stephen Byro, Jim Roof, Jimmy Screamer Claws as well but they were previously uploaded via writing on Tumblr at the time and I can't find them anymore so I might have to re- interview those people at some point as well and obviously Stephen Byro he is on my um, bucket list for next year so if you are a big fan of Too Extreme for Mainstream or Extreme Cinema in general you probably know who Stephen Byro is but other than that again thank you so much and we are going to end season two with episode 10 talking about August Underground now this is a cult classic in the extreme cinema realm and also the two extreme for mainstream i think if anybody knows what extreme cinema is they'll have heard of august underground or even fred vogel you know they'll have you know heard of the movie or at least the director in general but yeah but this movie is from 2001 so august underground is from 2001 and like I said, it's a cool classic movie, and if you haven't seen this movie, I'll be very surprised. But a lot of people were messaging me on Instagram when they could hear this podcast, so I don't know if that's relating to they've heard about the movie and they haven't seen it, and they want to get a general idea what the movie's about, or they have seen it and they just want to hear my opinion on it, and you are definitely going to get my opinion on it today. But for those that don't know, that might be new to my podcast as well, if you haven't heard the other podcasts, 
I will let you know right now that I don't give any spoilers away to any movie. So if you're looking for spoilers, if you're looking for the entirety of the film based on just an episode, then you're looking in the wrong place or you're going to be listening in the wrong place. So I suggest you uh, look elsewhere. But I do try and give my utmost best opinion an overview in review of a movie of whatever I'm going to be talking about to the best of my ability without giving spoilers away because I think it's absolutely necessary that people go and check these films out themselves you know at the end of the day these directors you know put their hard-earned money into a project that is for an audience that is looking for a particular kind of film now, this is Fred Vogel, for example. You know, he's put all his efforts into making this movie for us to appreciate his work of art, you know. And a lot of people that may be listening to this podcast might be thinking, what, why, how is this a work of art? It's a work of art because it's something very special. And when I look at the likes of August Underground from Fred Vogel, it's a piece of art in my eyes. You know, it's... And I'm not glorifying what they're doing in the film. I'm not glorifying that it's right to do something like this, whatever you might be watching on screen, whether it'll be August Underground or whether it'll be uh, a Serbian film or um, Salo, The 120 Days of Sodom. You know, I don't glorify anything what happens in these films. I just watch them for their entirety with an open mind and I appreciate what they've brought to the table when it comes to these movies. So again, I think it's very necessary that people check these films out uh, in their entirety completely. And what I mean by that is searching for these movies and finding them and watching them by paying for them. You know, it, it's no good looking on the dark net or the dark web looking for these movies free, you know, because at the end of the day, it would not have been worth their time making these movies if that's the case. So please, please, please go out and buy all of the films that I've mentioned and give them a watch and let me know as well on social media, on Instagram mostly, what you think of them as well, you know, because I want everybody else's opinion. But yeah, but like I said, that was pretty deep <laughs> but I just want to put my whole opinion out there on all that you know it's it's necessary that you know we take on board these movies and we see them for their entirety but anyway moving on we are going to be talking about August Underground so if you're looking forward to that and you can't wait to hear what my opinion is going to be then please keep on listening so, as we're all aware, August Underground is for our new episode. And again, this is from 2001. It is directed by Fred Vogel, who is the main killer in this movie. So you see Fred Vogel throughout this entire movie as the main killer. And then Alan Peters, who is the cameraman, so the guy behind the camera. Um, the country origin of this movie is America, so the USA. So we're going to America for this one. Um... Obviously, the English subtitles and everything like that is English and it runs for about an hour and 10 minutes long. And the genres for this movie are very vast. So you have gore, gruesome splatter, 
rape, sexual violence against women, rape, sexual violence against men, scat, killers, snuff, torture, captivate and kidnapping. Now, this movie has all of the above. So, this movie is basically a SOV movie. So, for those that don't know what that is, it basically means shot on video or shot on camera. So basically like a home movie style movie that we're going to be talking about today. Now Fred Vogel does a very very good job in making it look like a home shot movie which it technically is but with the grunginess of the actual movie it just adds to the whole home movie realism uh, that's going on in this film and basically this movie is very gory as in there's a lot of blood involved there's a lot of shit involved um and we basically start out where fred vogel the main guy in this film um who directed this movie as well uh, so fred i'm just going to call him fred just to make it easy for everyone all around and alan who's recording everything so fred goes into his basement he tells uh peter uh, peter <laughs> alan peters he tells alan we'll call him alan he tells alan the cameraman um he's gonna love this and you know there's no true words when it comes to extreme cinema um you always say that to everybody especially me i'll always say that to the girls at the the place where i work you're gonna love this you know so there's no true words from fred let's be honest and he takes um, Alan into his basement, and we are, and we are, like, what's the word? I can't even think of the word I'm looking for. We are approached by this grungy-looking basement, and there's porno pics all of the walls, and you have a bounded woman on a chair, completely naked, and she is covered in blood. Her mouth is duct taped. Um, later on we found out that there is a, an eaten apple shoved in her mouth and she's duct taped and her hair's a mess and like I said she's got blood all over her she's got shit all over her and he is basically taunting this woman on camera and there's just like feces or shit all over the floor especially in this like silver dish he has on the floor right next to my chair and next to the legs on the floor and then we also see that there's um, a man in a bathtub um, clearly he's dead and so Fred goes and continues to taunt this woman and um, Alan, the cameraman, he taunts the woman a little bit as well and they basically um, taunt her with the eating apple in her mouth, they take down the duct tape at some points and um, Fred has a fresh apple and he eats a bit of it and he puts it to her mouth and he pulls it away again so he's taunting her with uh, this apple basically and then basically this movie is kind of all over the place but it's not at the same time so what I mean by that is you see them in the basement then you see them traveling in the car and stuff like that and then um they pick up this hitchhiking woman I'm assuming and they offer her 20 bucks to um you know show in between her legs basically and she does she does just that and um, Fred takes out of the field and a couple of things happen I don't want to say too much I don't want to spoil the movie like I said before um, and something happens to her then they get back in the car 
and then they just go on a journey throughout this movie and at some point you see where they go into this like factory place where they see like pigs hanging up so if you are um even though there's a lot of people in the too extreme for mainstream that love these movies that will watch them all the time just like me you know they might love these movies and they might love watching stuff on tape like on the on the uh, films and stuff but they still have a love for animals and stuff like that like I do I have a love for animals and every time I say something like this I get a little bit you know um sad about it um so uh, please beware there is a bit of animal things in this film um they don't do anything to the pigs or anything um, but the, you do see them hanging up and they are gutted and everything like that. So I do have to give that as a warning for everybody out there. If you are, um, if you have a problem with that, then you might want to um, just keep an eye out for that. It's not too far into the movie, but it's not um, not too late in the movie at the same time. It's I can't remember what time that was on. So, but anyway, but just keep in mind that there is something to do with pigs and a goat, uh, as I remember. Uh, but yeah, but there's that, and then they go to like a um, they go to like a festival, and something happens, and then they just basically go on a whole journey throughout the movie like this, and it is I will say a slow burning movie. But to me, for August Underground, that is the whole point. Because, you know, with these types of movies, you know, you do have to... I must admit, I was bored slightly a little bit with it. But I think that's that's adding to the whole point of it. You know, this wouldn't be August Underground, Fred Vogel's August Underground, if it wasn't boring in some areas, you know. And like I said, I think that's the whole point with these movies. So I think he did Fred... I should say Fred Vogel did a very very good job with this film and like I said there was a lot of gore in this um and they go they do go back to the house and you know a lot more stuff happens but like I said it's from the beginning it, it's very grungy looking it's a bit distorted at times and you know there's a handful of times you can barely see what's going on um, but that's not throughout the whole movie, so don't worry about that. You can clearly see what's going on, but you can also see that it's distorted at the same time, and more so at other times than not. But it is watchable. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It is watchable. Um, it, it is great. And there is boring bits added to it, but apart from that, it's it's a great movie overall, you know? Um, for me personally, would I watch it again? I probably would. Um, in fact, yeah, it's not a probably I would. It's I definitely would watch this movie again. In fact, I have watched it a few times, if I'm honest, over the last few years. Ever since it came out or was released, I've watched it a few times. And like I said, it's a cult classic. You know, it's a cult classic for extreme cinema fans. You know, and I will say the gore is on point. I keep wanting to go back to the goal because in the whole kidnapping of this woman because it does look so real and also going back to the basement uh talk for a second fred vogel does do something with the guy that was in the bathtub that i had mentioned and 
there is vomit involved so you do see Fred vomit a little bit but I'm not surprised in a way with the amount of like shit and vomit and everything like that all over the basement like I'm not surprised the stench must have been horrendous but yeah but I did write down some notes and I think I've covered the notes that I wanted to talk about to be honest with you you know it's this is the sort of movie that there's a lot going on in the film there's so much that you're watching but at the same time when you're talking about it you you don't feel like there's that much to talk about at the same time it's a sort of movie like I said before and I know I keep repeating myself I do apologize that you need to watch yourself in order to see what I'm talking about but yeah but I do apologise that this um, podcast was rather short. To be honest with you, it, I'm, I want to apologise as well. I forgot to mention this at the beginning. I do want to apologise about uh, this podcast not being uploaded yesterday. I did record it yesterday and I went to upload it and then something happened and for some reason it would not upload and so I tried to re-upload it this morning before I left for work and I came home and I hadn't uploaded so I've had to re-record this uh this podcast but yeah but overall Fred Vogel did a fantastic job the actors in this movie did a fantastic job it was very authentic it looked real so yeah there's nothing really much more to say to it and you know what I did used to own this movie. Um, I did buy it to watch online, just in case you're wondering how I've watched it. Uh, but I will be buying August Underground on DVD and I will be buying the whole franchise of August Underground as well because for those that don't know, August Underground does have a series of movies. I'm just going to get them up right now and we're just going to rattle off um, some of them that Fred Vogel's done. So we've talked about August Underground from 2001. We have August Underground's Modem from 2003. August Underground Penance from 2007. And I also have an August Underground 2 um, on here as well, which I've bought. Which I don't know if it's the same as August Underground and it's the cut version, I'm not too sure. Or if it's August Underground Modem. I'm not too sure, and it's a good version of Modem, I'm not too sure. But that is um, two, well, three of Fred Vogel's August Underground Trilogy movies. Now, I'm just going to have a little look, and we're going to see what other movies he's done, because I haven't looked up any other movie, if I'm honest. August Underground is specifically the only movie that I've ever seen, the trilogy anyway. I have seen the other movies. So if you want to hear what I think on the other two movies, then I would appreciate um, you to let me know if you want to hear a podcast on those. But if not, we shall continue with the rest of these movies. So moving on to um, the history of Fred Vogel, I'm going to call it. We have um, nine directed movies, ten acting in the movies, and he wrote in eight other movies as well. So for the director, we have August Underground from 2001, August Underground's Modem uh, from 2003. We have 
Sickness. I can't pronounce the first name of that movie, but it's called Necrophagia. Necrophagia. Please forgive me if I butchered that, but that's from 2004. We've got The Red Sun Tower from 2006. August Underground's Penance from 2007. Murder Collection Volume 1, 2009. Mask Head from 2009. Cella Tercia. Please forgive me if I'm butchering that. I butcher a lot of names on this podcast, don't I? But that's from 2010. And then the final interview from 2018. And then what he's acted in is obviously August Underground, what we've just spoke about, or August Underground's modem, murder set pieces um, as the masked psycho from 2004. Now, I've seen murder set pieces. That's based on a German serial killer. So if you would like me to review murder set pieces, then let me know. It's actually a really good film. And that was, again, from 2004. The Red Sun Tower, again, from 2006. August Underground Penance. Murder Collection Volume 1, Maskhead. Um, the Uncle John is a zombie. My Uncle John is a zombie. <laughs> as Big Zombie from 2016. And then the final interview again. And then basically the same movies again for writer. So he's done quite a f- uh, Well, I'm not saying quite a few because he hasn't done that many. But it's just a nice amount, I think, for me to check out, if I'm honest. But like I said, I've seen Murder Set Pieces before. I've seen Maskhead before, so if you would like a review on that one, then I will do that as well. Um, but yeah, but I've been very curious to watch the Murder Collection Volume 1. I haven't seen that one yet. So if you have seen Murder Collection Volume 1, then please enlighten me if it's worth a watch or worth a review, that is. Then please let me know. But other than that, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did enjoy this podcast, uh, podcast podcast uh, when I share it on Instagram or social media or anywhere please 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 reshare this podcast to your social media as well it really does help to boost my algorithm and it really does help to boost my listeners and everything like that so I do appreciate you and I hope you have a good night whatever you might be doing and I am going to be doing another movie review tomorrow and I will announce my next movie review on Instagram, so stay tuned for that. And I hope you have a good one, and I will catch you on the next one. Bye.